Hi there, and welcome to the Wellbeing Room. I'm your host, Leo Cooper from the Center of Key. In this podcast, you'll hear stories of my own wellbeing journey, and you'll be meeting some special people along the way who'll be sharing their stories too. As you listen, I hope you'll get inspired to improve your own well-being and get more out of life. Welcome and thank you so much for joining me on my first episode of my podcast, The Wellbeing Room. I'm really, really excited to be sharing this space with you and just can't thank you enough for tuning in. Hopefully you'll stay the distance. Now, the reason I've started this podcast is, well, it's just an idea that I've had for a while and I just really need to get it out there. I think for me, I have some stories that I think are worth sharing and I really want to connect with other people who are living really, you know, amazing versions of their lives from a wellness perspective and just getting their take on how they improve their well-being and improve their life as a result of that. And I think we can learn a lot from hearing other people's stories. So I'm going to start with a few of my own. Now, the first story I want to share in this first episode is quite a personal story and it's a story that I've been carrying with me for a really long time. When I was a child, I was a selective mute. So even considering now that I am, you know, in your ears through this podcast is a bit of a miracle because at one point in time, I hardly ever spoke in front of other people that weren't my family. Now, you might say, well, I'm not really speaking to you in front of you, but I'm speaking to you over the airwaves. And nonetheless, uh, that wouldn't have happened back in those days when I was a lot younger. So part of that journey that I went through was uh, my mum, bless her, uh, she took me to see a speech therapist uh, along the way. She took me to a few different people, but we finally ended up with this speech therapist, Dr. Elizabeth Watson, who was this beautiful, very earth mother kind of woman from what I can recall. And she was just created this safe space for me where I felt I could trust her. And I think that's been a theme in my life, you know, about trusting people um, and opening up to people that I can fully trust. So, so she, um, she took me under her wing in her therapy room in Lane Cove in Sydney and she taught me to make sounds again with my voice in her room and put me in some situations and challenged me in some situations to speak again until I was able to be reasonably comfortable in a room and, and speak out loud like um, like I normal human, <laughs> I guess. Uh, as part of my treatment with her, she you know she did some homeopathy stuff and some healing crystals. Um, as well as the more, you know, conventional treatment. But she also taught me what is called the salute to the sun or the sun salutation in yoga. And that was really my first experience of yoga. I'd never heard of it before then and I didn't really think of it much after that. Um, I remember practicing these salutes to the sun in her treatment room in this house that, that was the doctor's surgery. And... You know, I just remember moving 
through the different poses with my breath and she was there next to me doing it as well from what I recall. And for me that really planted the seed for what was to become, you know, a bit of a, a journey to actually being a yoga teacher, which is what I do now, uh, one of the many things that I do. So, yeah, fast forward. So that was about when I was nine, ten years old. So fast forward ten years, back when I was 20, uh, and that's when I rediscovered yoga, or properly discovered it perhaps for the first time after my initiation when I was younger. So... Interestingly, my parents were wanting to start yoga and they had seen this lady that they knew on A Current Affair or Today Tonight, one of those shows that they have at, on you know, the commercial TV stations. And this lady, she was in her 90s, um, she was demonstrating this yoga and they were like, oh yeah, we want to we wanna do yoga too. This woman's like in her 90s and she's so flexible and healthy. And I just put my hand up and said, look, I'll, I'll, I'll go around and see if I can find a yoga studio for, for you guys um, to do some yoga. So off I went. We were living in the northern beaches of Sydney at the time. And I just happened to find this yoga studio on, I think it was Pitwater Road or something, one of the main roads down in Manly. And I just went in and... Just remember going to a class. I didn't really know what to expect, but I was like, oh, yeah, I'll try this out. And it was pretty good. I, I just remember feeling amazing afterwards. It was challenging, but there was this interesting teacher and they were saying all these interesting things that I'd never really heard about before, like yin and yang and five elements and macrobiotics, as well as all the yoga dialogue, the different poses and the breathing it was kind of like this whole new world just opened up and I remember going and telling my parents about the yoga and they, they went to some classes and I just kept going back and it was kind of like an addiction. I, I was going as often as I could. I think there was one period in time where I must have been going to like six or seven classes a week, almost every day. There was like morning classes at 6.30 or 6 a.m. and there was evening classes and classes on the weekend, and I just couldn't get enough of it. I felt really good, um, and it just had this flow-on effect for the rest of my life, or the, the other areas of my life. Uh, so what I was eating and, you know, how I was living. I was living a pretty precarious life at the time. I was going to, when I first started doing the yoga, I was going to, like, all-night dance parties and occasionally dabbling with illicit substances, um, and not hanging out in very good crowds necessarily. Um, but, you know, I was kind of juggling these two lifestyles <laughs> at the same time until, you know, eventually, you know, my life changed. I, you know, things happen and you do. But the yoga was pretty consistent for me. And, you know, after a while, I just knew it was something that I really wanted to do. I was super keen. I wanted to become a yoga teacher. Um, except, you know, the big barrier for me was finances at the time. I didn't have any money to invest in doing yoga teacher training. So what I eventually did was I decided, well, if I can't afford to become a yoga teacher right now, then that's going to be my goal. And I, this is like a really big goal for me. And I'm, this is a goal that I'm actually quite proud of in the long run, actually, for looking back and seeing what I did. But I, I decided I'd go to university. Why not? Um, I wouldn't have to pay because I could get a hex loan or whatever it is. 
And so I applied for uni to become a physical and health education teacher. So I thought that was the closest thing I was going to get to yoga teaching in a like a tertiary education setting. So learn anatomy and physiology and things about sport and fitness, but also, you know, well-being and that type of stuff. And so I applied to the University of Wollongong and ended up moving to Wollongong and studying there for four years. So um, I was also very fortunate to get a scholarship. So all my HEX fees were paid for over the four years. So I'm very, very, very grateful for that. And so by the end of that degree, I managed to get some teaching work. Now, it was a real challenge. I almost didn't last the distance in my first teaching role. It was really scary. I wasn't even teaching what I'd studied. I was put in a science faculty to teach science. It was challenging. It was hard. Um, but, you know, you've got to do these things. It's, you know, it's a growth experience. So, you know, a few teaching jobs, rada rada. Eventually, um, we moved back to Sydney. And in 2007, I completed my yoga teacher training with Andre Gospodarczyk at the Rioja Yoga School in Manly. And that was just such a great moment for me to have achieved that goal so I could then go out and teach. Now, the funny thing was, when I finished that course, the teacher training course, I really felt like I knew nothing, like nothing, like, I don't know, like, you'd think when you study, you know, you, you get all this information and practice and then you can go and teach it to other people. But I really felt that I was on my own. I really actually didn't really know what I was doing, but I, I gave it a go. I taught some classes. Uh, I knew some people and they gave me an opportunity to teach at their yoga schools um, and different venues. And so I got some experience and it was kind of like, you know, wading through mud. I really didn't know what I was doing, but I was at least having a go. And eventually I just kept at it. I kept at it. And then when we moved to South Australia at the end of 2012, my goal for 2013 was to start my own yoga space in the Barossa Valley. And so that's what I did. I, I had a part, I started the yoga school before I even had a job. I had no job when we moved here, as, albeit I tried really hard to find some work, but nothing came up for me. So I started the yoga teaching. I found a hall, a couple of halls I could rent, put some ads in the local paper. You know, people came and eventually, you know, people started coming back, which is really great. And then a couple of months later, I managed to get a part-time job teaching PE at a, a local primary school. So I had some work, I had my yoga, had the family at home, you know, working, uh, my husband at the time working, a daughter, you know, going to kindergarten and then primary school. So lots of stuff was happening. And I was teaching yoga and just kept practicing, you know, kept educating myself more on what I was passionate about, the yoga and the food. And yeah, so that's kind of like the intro to my story. There's a lot more to it than that, but I just wanted to start there and, you know, fast forward to where I am now. Um, I am teaching my yoga classes still now out of my home studio, which is great. 
Uh, I'm actually also working full time and juggling several different things like that. So, but I've never lost my passion for yoga and wellness. And that is something, and that is the reason why I am here creating this podcast right now. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this little intro episode and I'm really looking forward to sharing some more with you in the next one. Bye for now.